Anda sedang mendengar KK12 FM 89.5 KK12 FM 89.5 A very good day Kota Kinabalu My name is Ben Uzair and I appreciate you tuning in to the special edition of my show Make It Happen Quarantine Chronicles COVID-19 Positive Tales of KKNs As cases in Sabah continue to rise, it is becoming a familiar experience, especially via social media, to learn of friends, friends of friends, neighbours, acquaintances, even family members who are being quarantined because of close contact or worse, to know someone who contracted COVID-19. Though we are lucky in Malaysia to have a healthcare system that is swift to act, there is something important that you and I need to discuss. To those we know who contracted COVID-19, what happens to them during their recovery phase? If we read enough, we know this for a fact. Most people who get COVID-19 can recover and eliminate the virus from their bodies. However, there are those who choose not to equip themselves with knowledge about COVID-19 and often label, stereotype and discriminate someone who has contracted or recovered from COVID-19. Due to this stigma, it will drive people to hide their illness to avoid discrimination, prevent people from seeking healthcare immediately and discourage them from adopting healthy behaviours. Evidence clearly shows that stigma and fear around communicable diseases hamper the response. What works is building trust in reliable health services and advice, showing empathy with those affected understanding the disease itself and adopting effective practical measures so people can help keep themselves and their loved ones safe and i would like to do my part to address the social st- uh, this social st- i would like to do my part to address this social stigma I think it's important to spread facts, correct misconceptions and promote the importance of prevention. And usually on this radio show, we would showcase the voices of our fellow Sabahans who are making it happen in their respective industries. Today, I wish to walk a path less travelled and that is to amplify the voices of our Sabahans who have experienced COVID-19 and to emphasise that most people do recover from COVID-19. It is my wish that their voices shall provide you with knowledge, perspective, and most importantly, comfort. I'm certain that you and I will learn so much in today's broadcast, and I'm so pleased to welcome two Sabahans who recently recovered from COVID-19, Gwen and Kevin. Thank you so much for coming here. Welcome to KK12. Hi, thank you, Ben. Hi, Ben. Thank you for inviting us. It's a pleasure to have you both, uh, the, the both of you here in the studio. Um, maybe before we book Cerita, would you like to perhaps introduce yourselves? Yeah, sure. Uh, hi, I'm Kevin, uh, COVID survivor. Um, got officially char- uh, discharged from the Pusat Quarantine um, on the 1st of January recently. Mm. New Year's Day. Yeah, sorry. And hi, I'm Gwen, the wife. <laughs> I also um one of the COVID-19 survivors and I'm still recovering, mm-hmm. but doing much, much better. You look, you both of you look very well. I'm sure our listeners are not able to see you, but just looking at you with smiles on your faces and you look, you look well. And this looks slim. <laughs> How many kilos did we lose from the journey? I lost seven. Seven kilos. That's yeah, right. yeah. And uh, Gwen? Me, I think around three kilos. Okay. But it's okay. Dengan festive season, boleh makan and all of that stuff, right? <laughs> yes. How are you feeling basically now? I, ne- I know that the both of you have been discharged and uh, are recuperating, recovering. How are you feeling right now? Um, well, being recovering from the, I mean, post-COVID, um, feeling much better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
going through normal routine sudahlah gitu so but the rest of the normal days going back to work mm-hmm. sometimes panik kapus-kapus juga of i course, think i yeah. think i think due to the post recovery lah mm-hmm. of this of this covid what about you gwen me uh I am very lucky because Kevin mostly helped me a lot in um, in the house actually. Yeah, because for me, bukan sejak kapus-kapus, if I do a lot of work, I get tired easily. Mm. And also, I will start coughing. I see, I see. Yeah, maybe because of the kapus-kapus. Mm-hmm. And I don't get to enjoy jalan laju-laju sudah. <laughs> for now, for now. Just for now, yeah, just for, for now. now. Yes. Yeah, as long as you allow yourself to recover more. You also have a huge bottle of water next to you. Yes. Would you like to explain why you do that? There's a reason why you do that. Okay, because I used to love drinking anything sweet. Mm. And I don't really like to drink water. And this is the one of the ways that I can make sure. Okay, Gwen, today you sudah minum dua liter air or tiga liter air. Mm-hmm. So by end of the day, I must empty the bottle. And this is also to kasih kurang dari minum manis lah. Because <laughs> my mom always marah, jangan order ping 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 sudah di kedai. <laughs> good advice, good advice. We have Gwen and Kevin here in the studio to talk about their COVID-19 positive tales. Yes, they've recovered. Their virus, the viruses are no longer in their bodies. However, there is some stigma, especially in our community and society, where we think that COVID-19 positive patients um, who have recovered, uh, they think that they could transmit the virus, and that's not true. And they're here in the studio together with me. I know they will not transmit the virus with me, but we are wearing masks just in case because we want to make sure that they're okay and I'm okay too and I don't want to spread anything to them. They don't want to spread anything yes. to me. So we're practicing social social distancing as well in the studio. So let's book a cerita. Let's take a very short break here. And coming up, Kevin first will share his diagnosis. Stick around. You're listening to KK12 FM. Astaga, KK12 FM pula banikan 89.5. KK12 FM 89.5. How do we reduce stigma? I hope that you will be able to talk about people acquiring or contracting COVID-19. But don't talk about people transmitting COVID-19, infecting others or spreading the virus as it implies intentional transmission and assigns blame. A very good day, Kota Kinabalu. My name is Ben Uzair of uh, KK12 FM. I truly appreciate you tuning into my show, Make It Happen, Quarantine Chronicles, COVID-19 Positive Tales of KKNs. And today we have Gwen and also her husband Kevin here in the studio. Gwen, Kevin, thank you so much for sharing your story today. And uh, let's uh, let's continue our uh, conversation with Kevin. So Kevin, uh, you sudah dapat you punya positive uh, uh, diagnose and then mau tunggu kena angkat saja. So the moment you sudah sampai di itu quarantine uh, center di Pinampang, um, what was it like? What treatments did you had to go through? Um, you have your little corner in uh, the the pusat uh, kebudayaan. Um, tell us what was going through your mind. Okay, yang masa before that kan, yang masa kan ambil tu lah mm-hmm. di rumah. Saya mati-mati fikir pakai ambulance ke atau uh, yang macam, ya lah macam ambulance yes, gitulah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sekali datang fortune macam VIP. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Shock juga ni saya bilang. So, <laughs> itu, itu, itu anxious kan macam kurang sikit. Okay. So, fortune lah, benar-benar. And then, uh, tarik back apa semua. And then, Gwen di belakang pun sudah start. Nangis. Uh, feeling-feeling <laughs> sudah, kan. <laughs> That's why I should include like a sad music. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care. There's another patient actually in the car. Yeah. 
and he was like looking at me kan and although I'm on my face mask kan apa duit lah nangis nangis begitu like macam laki mau pergi mana saja tapi walaupun begitu walaupun Fortuna tiba-tiba yang keluar dari itu Fortuna orang berbungkus oh so itu pun lah okey lah tapi apa itu kereta yang bagi kredit lah bagi kredit sudah kalau okey sekali masuk ada satu orang sudah di dalam dia pun I think dia kena pungut dari ano earlier dari saya juga mm-hmm. sekali masuk ke dalam tu kereta berbungkus plastik oh, macam yang how? macam like in the movies bah yeah. yang yang contagious punya barang apa semua eh, gini lah ni kan kena spray apa klorox apa semua mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay long story short um, sampai di PK, PKRC pusat karantin tu di pusat kebudayaan and then the di luar ada orang lepak-lepak sudah mm-hmm. I think dia sunbathing lah and Take out our stuffs and then bawa masuk dalam tu Dewan. First thing on my mind kan, macam ke motivasi back in school days. <laughs> okay. Yeah, begitu. But um, time tu semua orang dia dia wearing itu uniform yang taris-taris tu. Yes, mm, yes, the yes. The hospital punya uniform. The with the stripes and all of yeah, that stuff. Yeah, with stripes. Are those comfortable to wear? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It really is. Really? Betul. That's the number one thing that I heard from a lot of those who are recovering we from COVID-19. Like, yeah. <laughs> Macam sometimes kau tiap hari pakai kau punya baju sudah. Gitu. Okay. So masa masuk tu tiada orang macam degraded lah. Mm-hmm. Welcome orang baru. Cakap begitu macam oh, okay ada. Tapi tiada juga. Tiada bukan ada macam ada proper. Um, introduction ke apa lah mm-hmm. So one of the Ketua kampung Di sana ada ketua kampung Oh tu. really? Okay Yeah they have ketua kampung Who's in charge lah Of the Lelaki ada lelaki Perempuan ada perempuan punya mm-hmm. side So the guy Yang ketua kampung ni Dia Approach saya Dia bilang orang baru Obviously lah orang baru kan mm-hmm. So dia bilang okay, So um, cari kamu punya tempat Look for a, an empty bed And just put your stuff there And the registration will start at 3pm mm. So I, So it's like Another like two hours begitulah mau tunggu. So I just um, settle down, pilih-pilih dulu mana yang okay, tempat juga di tengah-tengah. So macam bela waktu dulu lah. So after putting all my things down, start jalan-jalan lah, tawaf-tawaf lah. Itu dewan, <laughs> yeah. tengok-tengok muka yang ada yang kenal kah tidak, mm-hmm. tidak juga kenal. Jadi just wasting my time taxi Gwen, how's the environment there mm-hmm. and that's all lah, basically until the check up punya registration mm-hmm. and you were at this quarantine center for how many days now? Um, you mean start dari masuk tu kan? yes mm-hmm. only five days five days okay. because it's actually ten days mm-hmm. but the first day they will start at during your first swab which is on the 16 mm-hmm. so the, the requirements is ten days right so I was sent to the quarantine center on the 20th 20th of December. The 20th of December. Mm-hmm. So there's a balance of like five days like for me to complete the 10 days lah. Mm-hmm. Gitu. And then continue home quarantine for another four days. I see, I see. What went through your mind because you will be somewhat discharged on Christmas Day or maybe if symptoms don't get better, you might have to stay longer. That's right. Mm-hmm. So what was on your mind thinking like, oh my gosh, I might be celebrating Christmas at the quarantine center? Um... Time tu, I don't have, I, I don't have the Christmas punya feelings. Sudah macam mau, um, macam mau celebrate Christmas apa semua kan. Because mm-hmm. after this pandemic, yang during this pandemic punya time, it's like Christmas is like not, and honestly speaking lah, for me, Christmas is not something yang I want to look forward to celebrate ke apa because mm-hmm. you still need to stay at home, yeah. gitu kan. And then of course lah, all the good food semua, you got to pass sudah, I don't know. 
um, bukan tidak Christmas lain kan yes. Ma, gitu hmm. so masa di sana just spend the five days like just tidur bangun makan and sometimes make friends begitu mm-hmm. I made few friends juga lah good um, during your quarantine what was probably the biggest lesson that you learned um, you made new friends obviously I'm quite mm-hmm. sure you learned a lot of things from your new friends but if you were to share one lesson or one memorable experience what would that be at quarantine frankly speaking tidak juga lah ada ada memorable experience but the memorable experience is the event itself lah mm-hmm. the event itself but um, there are two or three person that I macam kind of close lah because we share the story apa semua kan mm-hmm. basically semua orang pun memang akan get together yes. masa makan kan mm-hmm. and then they will share the story lah macam mana kau dapat di mana kau dapat begitu mm-hmm. so they will tell the story lah and most of them are close contacts punya because they have gelang yes uh, so dari orang punya cerita it's more like most um sebab orang ialah macam the tidak social penjarakan most of them tidak social penjarakan and then itu ada yang one of the guys dia start cerita dia punya itu stigma I mean baru dia kena swab ni and then dia the orang kampung start sudah macam kasih asing-asing sudah tu family so hmm. banyak harsh words kena thrown untuk dia dia punya family macam kamu ni pasal Covid punya apa Dari sana baru saya ada tu Macam yang Awareness about this stigma This thing is real pula mm. Ini baru di kampung So Banyak lah I mean Besides all the Stories uh, Apa Sharing stories um, I get to know people And Expanding my network Mana tu in the future Boleh anu kan Beri berurusan sama orang. Of gitu. course yeah. mm. mm-hmm. And I'm quite sure You've dealt with many Nurses Frontliners And I Would you like to say a few words of encouragement to them, as and also to those who are recovering? Um, to the, for the frontliners, uh, words um, is not enough to. Um, I mean, words are not enough to thank you for your um, courage, strength, and dedication. So every day you guys make a commitment to serve, and we thank you for that. And for those who are recovering, um, recover soon, so you can you guys can be with your family, and don't lose hope. Because um, make it as, as make it as an inspiration for you to fight for your health. So wishing all of you guys speedy recovery. Great words there, Kevin. Thank you very much. Coming up, we'll hear from Gwen. Macam tidak sabar sudah dia mau cerita dia punya story ni. So we'll take a very short break here, and we'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. You're listening to KK12 FM. This is KK12 FM. You're listening to KK12 FM 89.5. I hope that you will do your part to eliminate stigma in society, especially when we are treating our uh, wonderful survivors of COVID-19. They are people just like you and I, and they are doing their best. We don't know what's going on um, when it comes to their mental health. Let's do our part to make sure that they uh, can continue to recover well. And uh, I hope that people like Kevin and Gwen, who are sharing their story today, are recovering well. You look well, the both of you, Kevin and Gwen. Indeed we are. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's good to see the both of you again. And thank you so much for coming to KK12 to share your story. And uh, Gwen, much you nak sabar lagi mau cerita pasal your experience ni I mean um, so how did you first found out about your diagnosis obviously Kevin your husband is already in a quarantine center mm-hmm. and obviously you are a close contact what happened after that 
Did yeah. you receive a call from KKM? Yeah, um, uh, although there, there's a lot of people macam kastau, you don't have to worry too much because there are, there are some people, even though they're husband and wife, mm-hmm. one of them is negative. But to me, you can actually feel it in your bones that you are positive. Mm. But still in denial as well. Lah. Mm-hmm. But when the moment um, we found out Kevin was positive, I already started packing my baju. Wow, standby sudah. Standby sudah. Because I was like, okay, I need to be mentally prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Hari-hari, like slowly lah. Okay, what do I want to pack? Pack some clothes, pack uh, whatever yang I think that I want to bring to the quarantine center. Until the day that I get my positive result, which is on Christmas. Christmas Day yeah. is when you Christmas got... Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like literally when when the kesehatan called me, because our phone sekarang canggih, you know, you can... Mm-hmm. Tidak safe number pun, oh, kesehatan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Belum lagi sempat dia cakap, I was like, good morning, Merry Christmas. So, is this my Christmas present news? <laughs> and he was like, hey, miss, macam mana tahu? <laughs> Belum saya cakap saya dari mana? <laughs> so, you know... Like I said, when the moment we found out Kevin was positive, I thought I was mentally prepared for it. Mm. But when the reality hits you, it's like, oh, fudge. This <laughs> is, you know, this is really happening. This is happening. Mm-hmm. And I try to sound calm on the phone, like, tahan nafas ni supaya tidak nangis. Mm-hmm. Because actually, I'm a crybaby. Then I'm like, macam mana ni, macam mana ni, macam mana, how am I going to tell my mom and all. But like I said lah, you thought you're mentally pre- prepared for it because, yes, I feel it in my bones. All the symptoms that I have, almost 90% the symptoms is memang COVID pa. Mm. Tapi bila kau dengar the positive news, eh, the positive result kan, it's like, ay, this is it, man. Like, what's next? Mm. When did you got on the phone to tell Kevin? Obviously, Kevin is stuck in the quarantine center. Um, but he was discharged yeah, on Christmas Day. Yes. Mm-hmm. So actually, I, po- I posted on my uh, Instagram story. I said, all I want for Christmas is my husband. And also a negative result, but cannot be greedy. Can? Yeah, can't, can't have everything. <laughs> yeah. You did get your husband back yes. home for a moment. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I cannot remember whether I call him first or I call my mom first. <laughs> Yeah, tapi itulah macam yang so dia tahu macam mana mau explain that feeling like you thought you're mentally prepared but you're not. It's like what's next? When was that breaking point? Uh, when did you experience your breaking point? Uh, when you sat down and said, "Oh shoot, this is real." Um, after my phone call with Kevin and my mom. I was just sitting there. Oh gosh, I suddenly macam really rewind balik that feeling. It feels like, oh shoot, this is real. This is what will happen next because I have the symptoms of um, few days before I get my result. I have the symptoms of tight chest mm. and a, a little bit of difficulty breathing. Sorry to the doctors and the nurses out there because, yalah, because of stigma, I takut mau call ambulance mau pergi hospital because mm. I takut how if I go to the hospital and I will get worse because the stories that I heard everyone in the hospital mostly lah yang saya dengar punya story is once kau masuk hospital okay okay and then suddenly meninggal ada okay and then suddenly masuk ICU so I was so scared even though I prepared myself I even contacted my my friend who is also a nurse so she said I cannot advise much but if you really feel like 
difficulty, uh, you have a difficulty in breathing, better call ambulance. And yang funny kan, saya pernah rasa, should I call the ambulance? Sebab macam kesket, macam ringan saja ben yang rasa like tight hmm, chest, yeah. susah sikit nafas. Masih lagi boleh fikir saya tengok kasih susah tu ambulance lah. <laughs> Was that have... because of fear? I think it's it's more on the fear yeah. side. Yeah. And then you try to create another reason so that you don't call. But mm-hmm. nasib tidak mati lah di rumah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sampai my mom keep on calling and checking in me. Because I was alone at home uh, for the past few days for home quarantine. Even I mandi pun, I will give my mom or Kevin, also my best friend, a call. Macam, okay, I'm taking shower now. So, bercerita lah while taking shower because saya takut if suddenly saya pengsan. While taking mm. shower, tiada yeah. orang tahu. So, scary. To me, it's very scary to be home quarantine alone, especially when you have the symptoms and you're not feeling well. Mm. It's very scary. Mm. I can't even really sleep that past few days. Let's take a very short break, yeah, Gwen. And coming up, we'll talk about your quarantine experience. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a very uh, unique story here because your 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 husband got diagnosed first. He had to go through quarantine. Christmas Day, he returned home, and it was your day that you had to be shipped to the quarantine center, <laughs> if we want to put it that way. So we'll take a break, and we'll be fine. I uh, will listen much more from Gwen about her story in the quarantine center. Stick around, you're listening to KK12FM. Whoa, guess what? This is KK12FM. You're listening to KK12FM 89.5. My name is Ben Uzir, your host of Make It Happen, and you're tuned into the Quarantine Chronicles COVID-19 Positive Tales of KKNs. Did you know that facts, yes, facts not fear will stop the spread of COVID-19. I hope that you're sharing facts and accurate information about the disease and I want you to challenge myths and stereotypes and do choose your words carefully. And that's the way we communicate and and the way we communicate can affect the attitudes of others. And today we have Gwen and Kevin here to share their story of their COVID-19 journey. Gwen, Kevin, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for thank inviting you. us. <laughs> so Gwen, you uh, unfortunately had to go to quarantine. Well, it's fortunate that you are quarantined at the centre. Yes. You don't have to go to the hospital just like your husband. And um, there's something that you want to talk about. You've been blaming God. And after that, God sent you angels. That's what you said off yes. air. Would you like to elaborate more on that? Okay, because we've been trying to... Avoid any crowded places, gatherings, party. So do you doing your part? Yes, we do our part. But what to do? I stay at home, but Kevin still need to work. So he's still exposed to other people. Because mm-hmm. we take care. Sometimes we don't know other people take care ba. Mm-hmm. So when we found out we positive, kan, I was like, God, why? Why us? This is so unfair. We've been staying home. I can't even enjoy life like... I used to not, bukanlah saya ni selalu pikla bingkapa, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like gathering, I miss those gathering times with your family, your friends, but why kami kena macam gini? Because most of the time, we are always at home. Weekend is only keluar beli groceries, all the necessities. But why we kena? Mm-hmm. I blame God, seriously. But then God showed me that, you know, He's there for me and my family. When He said, Angels. Why I say angels? The first person who actually sent a le- uh, plastic of lemons 
He's she's actually an old friend, but we are not so close. Mm. Not not close friends. So you know someone, but yeah. more of an acquaintance, and you got closer to that person. Yes, and it's like she advised me minum lemon uh, warm lemon water. I said, oh, actually my lemon pun ngam ngam tinggal satu biji. Then she asked for my address. I said, it's okay lah, no need lah, kasi susah susah. Then she was like, tidak susah lah, SPM lagi susah. <laughs> I was actually touched because she's not even family. She's not even my close friends. Kami kenal begitu-begitu saya because we studied at the uh, same college before this, kan? Mm-hmm. And the effort, mungkin to her, this is just biasa saja, using runner to send the lemons to me. But to me, the the effort is so huge sampai, there's no words actually can describe how I felt when she sent the lemon. And bukan itu sejak God sent. People start sending me, um, what do you need? Uh, my cousin sent me some sanitizer spray, and then another another friend surprised me when she came back from Labuan, hantar some chocolates and ubat because actually I have chirit birit kan, send me ubat chirit birit, vitamin C, all these people. But among all, when they come, even my sister-in-law datang, send us Christmas gifts. But yang paling heartbreaking is, oh, when my both my aunts datang after they they were also our close contact, so after they. Went to the um, swab test. They came over, but orang dalam kereta lah. Nampak mm-hmm. auntie cakap keluar. Ah, we already gantung the my aunt bought me coconut oil. We already gantung di pagar, but keluar lah. We want to see you. Mm. Oh, that heartbreaking moment is when you go out because you know when I found out Kevin positive kan. Just you feel like you want to hug someone, but I cannot yeah. hug him. Cannot hug anyone. Even my dog pun I tidak berani mau hug. So you know what we did was like. Berjauh, just do a sign language of hugging. Gesture. Yeah, yeah, the like gesture. gesture. Yes, mm. the gesture of hugging. And I was crying. And my aunt, my, both my aunts and also my cousin, semua menangis dalam kereta. <laughs> I think that is like the heartbreaking point yang, ah, oh, gila eh. Yeah. Because I love to hug. Kalau ada problems kan, hugging is like macam one of your therapy. But then suddenly because of COVID kan, you cannot hug anyone. That's the worst feeling of all. And these are angels before. Uh, these are angels you met before you entered quarantine, quarantine center. center. Yes, yes. And tell us uh, who, uh, some of the people that you met in the quarantine center. You actually posted a lot on social media, which we will talk about later. But would you like to say a few words about the people that you met for the first time at the quarantine center? What did they taught you? Any memorable moments there? Uh, surprisingly, everyone is friendly. Mungkin sebab senasib. Actually, when I first kena call mau kena ambil kan, saya tanya juga apa kereta ambil saya. Hmm. Um, terus the, the 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 driver said, oh bus persiaran, kita pergi jalan-jalan dulu. <laughs> I thought he was joking. <laughs> Literally macam you know like the van persiaran datang ambil. Mm-hmm. Um, I notice people when orang kena ambil kan, ada yang muka macam yang blur blur, ada yang very serious face, mostly serious face, but it's just spontaneous kan, I'm like, okay, welcome, welcome to the club, you know. <laughs> Macam yang try to kasih happy everyone bah. Macam mm-hmm. I said, this is the only thing we can do. We must be, you know, kasih happy each other, try to be positive for each other because kita kan positive COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Tapi, there's one actually when dia kena ambil, when you see the wife and the son nangis kan, saya pun ikut nangis. I know, I know that feeling, you know, like, aduh, kesian no. So, 
when I entered the quarantine center, macam-macam orang saya jumpa, orang yang mostly bagus lah, very helpful, everyone can kerjasama, maintain the cleanliness, but still ada orang yang ignorant. Hmm. What I'm saying about ignorant is, just because all of us there is positive, doesn't mean that kau tepe pakai face mask and then you can just cough. Macam, there's no tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah especially there's one, um, he was he was wearing face mask and then bila dia mau cough kan, they take off their face mask and he cough using his hand. Oh dear. Yeah, so can you imagine if in the quarantine center orang buat begitu, what more kalau di luar? Mm-hmm. And then, they sentuh sana sini, sentuh sana sini. I'm like, why? This is the type of people actually yang ini benda kan never ending ba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, are there any memorable experiences at the quarantine center? Anything, any lessons that you learn while you're in there? You had to quarantine for about a few days, right? Yeah, six mm-hmm. days, five nights. Kira <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I most of the time actually I have trust issue. Um, kalau orang yang panjang tangan lah. Mm. Even masa Kevin, when I call him during his quarantine, I said, Kenapa kalau tiada jawab phone? Where were you? And he said, Oh, I actually left my phone charging at the charging station. And I was like, Gila kah? Berani juga nanti kena curi macam mana? Sudahlah susah, tambah susah lagi. Mm. But when when I masuk sendiri, sendiri sudah masuk kan, terus I did the same thing also. I left my iPad. Because I saw <laughs> other people also kasih tinggal. Ada orang punya iPad, orang punya laptop for charging kan. The lessons that I learned kan, There's still good people out there. Hmm. Yeah. There is still good people out there yang tidak panjang tangan. <laughs> And um, also, yeah, the, uh, macam mana mau cakap apa? The most important lesson is every, when you see everything happen, kan, it's all about taking care of yourself. Because even you in the quarantine center, yes, we make friends. But in the end, kan, you are alone. Ba. Hmm. It's all about you. Yourself. Macam tu lah. We'll take a very short break here. Coming up, I'll, I want to tell our listeners of KK2FFM that Gwen did a lot of Insta story on uh, on her social media. And uh, they're quite revealing actually in terms of her emotions and also her thoughts. And uh, I, I just want to have a little chat with her about it. So do stay tuned. You're listening to KK12FM. You're listening to KK12FM. You're listening to KK12FM 89.5. My name is Ben Uzer, your host of Make It Happen. Usually during the morning show, Apeng, Asha and myself will always advise you three major things. Please wear a mask when visiting public areas, practice physical distancing and wash your hands with soap frequently. And I think by us doing these three things, three things hopefully we'll be able to curb COVID-19. And in the studio together with me, are Kevin and also Gwen, who are here to share about their COVID-19 positive journey. And this is part of the Quarantine Chronicles COVID-19 Positive Tales of KKNs. Gwen and Kevin, thank you again for coming here to the studio to share our uh, your story and uh, also to educate our KKNs and our listeners today. Yeah, likewise. So, mari kita cerita sikit. Uh, Gwen lah especially. <laughs> I think one of the things that filled your time when you were in quarantine was taking Instagrams, uh, you know, posting on Instagram and doing all these yes. Insta stories, so to speak. Why do you do that? Um, I've been asking myself why. <laughs> Actually, at first, it's just to inform people like, okay, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Gitu. And then I started to receive messages. 
What were those messages like? They were like, thanks for sharing. Can you please keep on sharing? I think lebih dari lima orang oh. Hmm. Message saya asked me to, you know, keep posting every day. Sampai I feel like, okay, today what I want to post. Yeah, but basically the main, main reason, it's not because of I want to gain fame. No, bukan no, untuk famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because the moment when it hit me that I'm also positive COVID, like I said, shoots, this is real. This this shoot is real. <laughs> I want people to know, yang especially yang kenal saya, kalau Gwen boleh kena, other people also can kena. Because to me, saya tak pernah nampak orang yang di sekeliling saya share about mereka orang punya COVID journey, bah, which is, I also found out, I have a few friends also actually a COVID survivor. After they found out about me, then orang pun message saya, actually saya pun pernah kena. Mm-hmm. That was last year, um, sometime back in 2-3 months ago. And I was like, okay, maybe this is where I can tell other people to be more vigilant. Mm-hmm. This is not just the numbers that we see every day. It's not just macam statistic yang oh increase number, decrease number. This is real. Somebody who are close and near to you, kena ba? Mm-hmm. Macam my friend, she messaged me. She said kan, thanks moy sebab kau share. Betul betul different because normally you dengar orang lain punya cerita. But the moment when you dengar your own friend kena, the feeling is different and mm-hmm. you start to be aware of your surrounding of. Kau punya hygiene, your self-care, you start to, ano lah, macam, iya kan, SOP very important, apa semua macam begitu. Kevin, what about you? Do you share any of your experiences on social media? I think I read one or two. I don't know if it's extensive or as frequent as uh, Gwen's. <laughs> yeah, yes, I did. Um, but not as much as Gwen lah. Because, um, <clears throat> just updating, because this is something, this is an event yang, um, not to say memorable, it's, this is an event like for me to remember and to keep for the future punya um, apa? story to tell lah. Mm-hmm. Like a journal, Yeah, so like a journal. Um, like COVID survivor. <laughs> okay, so um, like Gwen said, it's not for gain fame lah. Mm-hmm. Just to tell that. Because ini benda bukan yang biasa-biasa kan. Sure. It's like not your ordinary punya. Because I'm not, I'm not the type to post like actively post on Insta or Facebook but this is something like suddenly like kena betul di hati yang okay semua post lah ni who knows it could be macam informative on how how the pusat quarantine looks like although mm-hmm. there are several pusat quarantines around in Sabah but maybe mana tahu ada yang masuk juga at the same pusat quarantine mm-hmm. so they might have an idea lah how it, how it looks like and prepare for the how the environment is like gonna mm-hmm. be like since both of you were diagnosed, yeah, Kevin and Gwen, how did you manage and support each other? Uh, <laughs> so, um, since Gwen has anxiety and dia selalu kotangis, and then kotakut, kotakut. So basically, saya yang selalu kasih yeah. macam comfort, emotionally, uh, emotion. emotionally, yes. Uh, and sometimes boleh jadi doktor juga kadang-kadang because, <laughs> but not in a um, medical yang professionally medical punya statement lah like just you know just to um calm me down ah, calm her down mm-hmm. macam kenapa probably it's just your anxiety not related to your respiratory apa begitu i mean i tried my best so just to make her macam tidak tidak freak out begitu because it's sakit macam heartbreaking to to see her macam having 
um, banyak thoughts, you know, and then can lead to her macam breaking down mm-hmm. gitu. So, oh, I didn't know that you felt begitu. Oh. Yeah, all, oh. because I don't really show from my macam feeling, macam my expression, but deep down inside kan sepani macam yang I cannot uh, tengok dia macam begini. Mm. So, okay, okay, she's crying now. <laughs> So yeah, that's about it lah. Gwen, how you feeling right now? <laughs> Hearing that for the first time from my husband. <laughs> Actually, I'm blessed to have him as my husband because um, he's very supportive, very understanding. Especially bila saya freak out, you know, like I'm so worried. Especially kalau kau sudah start worried, hmm. kalau sedikit pun kena cakap pun kan, kau mau marah sudah. Yeah. Kau, kau rasa macam yang apa? Kau faham? This is what I anu ba, but Instead of dia marah balik saya kan, it's okay dia. You know that he still try to cakap bagus bagus, kasih calm me down. But yeah. hearing what he said just now, it's like I never berapa coming to seven years of marriage. <laughs> I think that's the first time <laughs> saya dengar. Because we are in this together, bah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Ayah. Ayah romantik tu kereta balak. I remember the first time I attended your wedding, yeah. and I I I'm, I was very appreciative of that. Um, you know, invitation. Bukan selalu orang jemput saya pergi wedding, and it was so nice to go to church and to experience uh, something that was, um, I would say, very very profound. And for seven years that you guys stood together, and this happened. So I would yeah. I was thinking like, things like this can test a marriage, you know. Yes. And a lot of these things can get so emotional. It can get out of hand and. For some reason, you know, maybe it's the is the grace of God. We were talking about God as well. That this is something that will strengthen the relationship of the both of you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because to me, even though banyak orang tanya, Gwen, kau kena dari mana? Yes, saya kena COVID. Memang memang lah, because husband sudah positive, of course. Memang lah dari dia. But I never, even though saya cakap tu lah kau tidak jaga. Mm. But actually, I don't really macam blame him. Mm-hmm. Because of him, saya pun positif pa. Mm-hmm. Begitu. I don't really blame him actually, because this COVID tidak pilih orang, tidak pilih masa, tidak pilih tempat. It's either you or me. Tomorrow, today, we don't know. Mm-hmm. It can happen anytime, anyway, to anyone. Mm-hmm. Despite the love that's happening in the studio right <laughs> oh, now, <yeah. laughs> there are people who are judgmental of those who are positive. And did you at any instance, at any moment, felt that you were discriminated, that people wanted to stay away from you? Or people who say, Alah, Kevin sama Gwen, positive, saya mau dekat-dekat. Or, you know, do you feel like you had any feelings that people were distancing themselves? That actually, I'm not sure. Because kami sendiri pun takut mau jumpa orang, actually. Hmm. Because after you rasa all the symptoms, kan? Like, to me... I don't want to feel that for the second, third time anymore. So, mm-hmm. saya belum rasa lah ada orang punya discriminate towards me mm-hmm. because I myself lagi takut mau jumpa orang after yeah. kena. Yeah. Kevin, you have no choice. You have to go to work. Um, I'm quite sure your colleagues know that you're positive. Do you yeah. feel like your bosses or perhaps your colleagues um, wanted to distance themselves just because that you were positive? Mm, no. Um, surprisingly, they they are quite understanding lah, and also. Personally, so far I haven't feel the I mean the negative vibes coming into me mm-hmm. just yet. But I'm blessed to have a circle of family, um, a circle of friends and family that who understands um, the situation that we went through and are going through right now. Mm-hmm. So 
hopefully this vibe will continue lah. Yeah. I mean, not just for us, also yeah, for, for those everyone. who co- COVID survivors yeah. as well. Mm. Let's take a very short break here. Diorang pegang-pegang tangan kita sekarang. Coming up, much more from Gwen and Kevin. How are they doing in their recovery? What precautions are they taking? Um, are they still seeing the doctor? Are they doing follow-ups and all of that stuff? We just want to know what's happening after quarantine. So do stay tuned. You're listening to Kick It Off FM. Don't touch the dial. I always wanted to say that. This is Asha and you're tuned in to Kick It Off FM. You're listening to KK12 FM 89.5. A very good day, Kota Kinabalu. I appreciate you tuning in to my show, Make It Happen, The Quarantine Chronicles, COVID-19 Positive Tales of KKNs. And I hope that you will do your part to address the stigma, especially when it comes to COVID-19 positive patients who are currently recovering. And sometimes words do matter. So whatever that you post on social media, I think it's a very good idea for you to start, you know, um, looking through what you're posting, sometimes when we are talking about posit- uh, COVID-19, it might affect someone. And I hope that we will practice uh, some caution when we are posting about COVID-19 patients. And also another thing that I think uh, is very important is to not take photos, especially if they are entering vehicles and uh, whatnot. Um, show a thumbs up. Show, uh, yell to them and said everything's going to be okay. And I think that's a very good way uh, to comfort those who might have to be transported to quarantine centres around KK and beyond. We have Gwen and Kevin here in the studio. Thank you so much, guys, for coming to the studio to share your story. I think let's dedicate this set to the frontliners because these are individuals that are working day and night to make sure that they try their best to curb COVID-19 and uh, I'm quite sure there are some positive uh, um, experiences with them. Maybe uh, Kevin, I mean, it seems like you're like you naik Fortuna, pergi quarantine center and then it seems like, you know, uh, this, uh, also the people who are attending to you, they're also quite friendly. Yeah. Would you like to just say a few words about your experiences together with the uh, um, frontliners? Well, um, they did a really good job and what the noble act that they did, um, they, um, how would I say, they really did a good job to, for, to the effort to curve, uh, to flatten the curve, mm-hmm. especially, and also the blood, uh, the, the sweat and the dedication that they, that they deliver, you know, to, to impact the community, mm-hmm. so to do you to feel cared at the uh, quarantine center? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually they did a pretty good job. Like when this, like this one person, for example, because they they will always check for blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So if one of us gets a blood pressure which is not normal, so they will. They will con- um, continuously check oh, check yeah. out for that guy. Yeah, they mm-hmm. will check un- until your blood pressure is normal, mm-hmm. because it will be it will be um um macam mana macam apa tidak tidak safe lah for mm-hmm. for all the yang tenant di sana. So, orang akan cakap orang akan I amin mean, orang akan monitor and then until your blood pressure is okay and then they will anu lah they will send you to the hospital if there's anything happened to you. Mm-hmm. Gwen, what about you? Any 
uh, good experiences with our frontliners there? Anything that you want to say to them? Any words of encouragement? Um, to me, I try not to be um, fussy, punya patient lah, you know. Are you always fussy? Uh, sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> especially when it comes to food, actually. <laughs> yeah, because um, I, I try lah, macam jangan kasih susah orang punya hidup lah, begitu. Mm. Because orang pun, they are actually also struggling kan. And then when you see them in full PPE, macam kau pakai face mask pun macam susah sama bernafas. Apa lagi orang kan. Mm. Um, I don't know about others, but to me, I'm blessed because those nurses, doctors who I met, semua okay. Hmm. Very informative, um, you know, they kasih pandai kasih senang hati, and then they will check, eh, kenapa your BP macam, eh, your BP okay, why your heartbeat ada next sikit, are you doing okay? Mm-hmm. You know, they they show the concern. Bukan, not, when I say they show concern, it's not about like, Itu typical lah, bad orang kan nurse mau tanya. But mm. you can hear it from their voice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's not just a job. They are also yes. genuinely concerned about your well-being. Yes. Mm. So, I'm very lucky, blessed, because all the nurses and the doctors that I deal with, semua okay. Mungkin sebab, like I said lah, I don't want to become a fussy patient. So, it's a give and take. Mm-hmm. Saya okay, orang pun okay sama saya. Saya ketawa, orang pun ketawa sama saya. <laughs> and also to the frontliners, you guys... Really did an amazing job. I hope you guys stay strong because it's not easy. I know it's not easy. It's so so anxious to you know every day you are deal with COVID patients. I salute lah because I don't know how you guys do it. I really salute you guys. I'll be praying for you guys as well. I hope God bless you with good health and strength to deal with COVID patients because I know some COVID patients are very difficult. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the masakit, but the attitude. Oh really? Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Itu nanti kita cerita off air. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll be right back after this. Coming up, much more from Gwen and Kevin. You're listening to KK Twelve FM. KK Twelve FM. Listen, talk, and connect. KK Twelve FM eighty nine point five. We're continuing our chat here with Gwen and Kevin. My name is Ben Ozer, uh, your host of Make It Happen, and this is the Quarantine Chronicles COVID nineteen positive tales of KKians. So. Kevin and Gwen, I appreciate you sharing uh, a lot about your journey here. And I'm so happy to see the both of you. You guys are doing well and you, you guys are still uh, needing to follow up with uh, doctors and things like that. But you're free from COVID-19. You're not able to spread it to other people. But I'm quite sure it's tough to, you know, to, to try to uh, take precautions, yeah? Because you, you also don't want to be infected the second time. That's yeah. also something uh, inevitable. Uh, what precautions did you have to take after recovery? And do you feel any changes with your body, your mental health right now? What are the steps? Um, after Kevin? this, <coughs> during this recovery, like I said earlier, um, it affects yang kami punya capability to do activities lah, mm. limited for limited um, time because our dari apa based on yang kami buat research from articles apa semua, memang banyak cases yang during the early post recovery punya stage. Your lungs will macam kau kan cepat kapus-kapus gitu. Mm-hmm. You're out of breath. Walaupun buat kerja-kerja yang ringan saja pun. So, walaupun kuat ketawa. <laughs> oh, that one too. Yeah, if, yes. even, even, even speaking on the phone. Macam sampai banyak pencakap gitu kan. Then you will have at that one pause kan. Just to ambil nafas. Take your ambil breath. Nafas, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. begitu. Mm. So, yang precautions. Ha. Precautions. 
makin frequent sudah pakai itu sanitizer. Yeah, Even okay. here in the studio, I notice you've been using yes. a sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, bit, yeah. Right. yeah, so jadi OCD. <laughs> Di tempat kerja pun pandai bawa sudah itu spray, spray sanitizer, sanitizer, you know, mm-hmm. because sometimes kita tidak tahu siapa yang duduk di meja kita begitu. And then masa pagi-pagi pi kerja, first thing to do, take out the uh, spray, you spray all over your table and your surroundings begitu. Mm-hmm. So uh, itu awareness macam tidak kira lah. Amplified sudah. Amplified <laughs> sudah betul. Amplified mm-hmm. and then te- itu pintu kan buka pakai siku sudah. Instead of pakai the tipikal tolak pakai tangan kan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, macam-macam lah. It increases sudah kami punya awareness and what we do. Um, taking all the little things what on what you do sebagai macam jadi peringatan lah. Mm-hmm. Gitu. Gwen, what about you? What are things that you are doing to hopefully prevent yourself from another COVID-19 bout? I mean, you know, it, it's, it's good <laughs> that you're recovering right now, but the risk of getting infection again is uh, quite high, especially now when cases are rising in KK. Yeah, the same like Kevin. Yeah, and like you said, memang sanitize more. Even mm-hmm. we are go, we go out to the public, masuk kedai sanitize. After whatever we touch, we sanitize our hands. I feel like, nak tahu berapa kali. Pika dia makan lagi teruk. Macam bagus saya makan di rumah. Mm-hmm. And another precaution is, I try to avoid gatherings. Like I told mom, I said if the case is still increasing, no way, no Chinese New Year gathering. Biar saya sama Kevin saja Chinese New Year di rumah. So. Yeah, I think that's one of the precautions that we are taking. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to your postings on social media. Um, you already mentioned earlier the reasons why you post and uh, journal your experience on social media. I would also like to ask you about the responses that you get, both Kevin and also Gwen. Um, it seems like most of them are positive. Yes. Yeah. Um, would you like to share um, what? Are the feelings? How did you feel that you got a lot of support from social media when it comes to you sharing the story? Why do you think that this is important to continue to share? Um, honestly, Ben, when when I started to share in my social media, I really did not expect banyak orang akan follow the story. Hmm. Sampai saya bilang, wah, ni kalau buat story review, can make money nih. Sorry ya guys, <laughs> biasalah human kan. But um, I mean, you know when people reach out to you and then. Orang thanking you and then they give words of encouragement and mostly memang give me the words of encouragement and the most important is the prayers when mm. everyone is praying for you. Mungkin orang rasa macam it's just words they type when they message me but to me kan it's really a prayers ba. Mm-hmm. When bila orang message begitu kan that is like gila oh ada orang lain cuma masih di luar sana yang really care about us you know mm-hmm. yang and also di sini lah nampak who is your real friends yeah, and yeah. who is not your real friends. Kevin, you also learned about, you know, other people's COVID-19 journey. There was one particular individual. I'm trying to invite him as well to come to the studio one day to talk about his uh, journey. Uh, without revealing the name, um, you learned a lot about his journey in a different quarantine center. That's how right. is that beneficial for you? Well, I get I get to know how is the quarantine area going to be like and what is... Uh, I mean, how how how's the ambience like the environment? What to expect? Uh, what to expect? Mm-hmm. And what is the procedure? And how's the activities going on mm-hmm. in the area lah? How does that help you knowing what to expect? Um, how does that assist you when it comes to expectations and also, well, we talk about mental health mm. as well. Um, it helped me a lot because 
saya pun macam back then macam cool sudah pak sudah cool mm-hmm. dan bila you dengar ada orang sudah share macam dia punya uh, journey and how his journey like kan so it actually help me to lebih menerima kenyataan yang apa yang sedang berlaku mm-hmm. yes. yeah so um, regardless dia punya tempat lain and saya punya tempat lain but it it makes me prepare lah mm-hmm. mentally and physically and what to prepare and yeah. what not to uh, to do lah during the area mm-hmm. yeah. now we know that cases are rising unfortunately not just in KK but around Sabah as well there are more red zones yes. than what it was before and uh, you know, we we passed a holiday season that we heard of clusters involving gatherings as well yes. right. you know what's going through your mind when there are reports of people not following SOPs or continue to crowd public areas kamu orang apa perasaan kamu orang sakit hati ya sakit hati bagus-bagus dulu Sabah kan ada hijau lah sekarang kan material sudah hijau yeah, kuning then, sama then merah no sudah kan green zones as of today yes yeah. I know I know we are all like macam living in the moment but try to be more responsible because itu like Kevin cakap tadi mula-mula Christmas is every year mm-hmm. it's to me it's okay if I miss Christmas this year at least kan kita kasih flat itu curve and then we can have more Christmas in futures mm-hmm. Why mau tamah itu gathering sekarang? Lepas tu now see what happen. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not just about health and economy pun everyone is suffering bah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so bila kau orang tidak responsible kan macamnya. Sorry ya, macam mana bau tak kamu ni? <laughs> <laughs> but also there are some family members and maybe close friends who still had gatherings. Uh, did you felt responsible to give some advice because you've been through? Uh, the the harrowing journey of having COVID-19, contracting COVID-19. So now that you see some family members and people who had celebrations and gatherings, macam, what was going through your mind? Like, <laughs> don't you want to say something? Yes. It's, you feel like you want to say something at the same time. You don't want to be rude mm-hmm. and you don't want to hurt anyone's feeling. But what I'm trying to say is whatever I share, bukan saya mau jadi, oh, pandai-pandai saja, macam mentang lah. You know, bukan begitu, ba. It's because I don't want those people yang saya kenal Experience what we experience. Mm-hmm. It's untunglah siapa yang kena COVID tiada symptom. But mm-hmm. we never know what will happen to us in future. And I really don't want my friends and my family kena bah. So macam yang it's very tough actually, especially those kalau you kenalkan, you mau bagi advice kan sangat susah. Because mm-hmm. especially me, I'm a very straightforward person. Sometimes saya terpaksa diam-diam saja. Mm-hmm. Kevin, it seems like you're more quieter than your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a good strategy to just diam diam saja, be cool as you mentioned? Yeah, sometimes, um, saya boleh tahu macam apa yang apa yang si Gwen cakap macam pesan macam oh, eh, oh ya betul juga betul juga begitu apa? Mm-hmm. As uh, yang pasal itu yang people not following SOP kan sometimes saya pandai reach to point yang no comment lah. Mm. Public announcement every day kena bagi tahu the yeah. numbers yeah. you can every day kena pub, apa kena kasi apa publish yeah. kena publish every day begitu so takkan belum nampak lagi how's the impact towards ano so itu the postings that we did pun I think cukup sudah untuk mau kasi bagi orang awareness yang how how the place looks like mm. and the symptom apa semua because I did one of my posts um mentioning about if you have the symptoms like i had please go for a checkup 
because mm-hmm. you 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 won't know until you have a checkup you know, just to be sure for your for your own health yeah well let's take a very short break here coming up in our final set together let's play a little game here in the studio and uh, we'll find out much more from Gwen and Kevin so do stay tuned you're listening to Kiki 12 FM 89.5 KK 12 FM You're listening to KK12 FM 89.5. Let's do our part to curb the spread of COVID-19 and also uh, let's do our part uh, to reduce the stigma especially when it comes to individuals who have contracted COVID-19 and let's support them as much as possible. So, we do have two awesome individuals here in the studio who will tell us uh, much more about their story. Well, in the past one hour, 45 minutes, they told their story. But here in our final set together with them, I guess uh, we'll play a little game here, which I used to do all the time with uh, my, uh, my fellow interviewees, if you will. I'll give you a little word to begin. And the moment when you uh, hear the word, I want you to just finish off the sentence. And okay. then hopefully, it's just a, an exercise to pick your brain, yeah? Okay. So, all right. So, I'll start with Kevin, all right? So, finish this sentence using your own words, yeah, Kevin? COVID-19 is... It's not something to take lightly. And... COVID-19 is not something to take lightly. And it's real. It's everywhere. And don't... Don't mess with it. Gwen, COVID-19 is? Real, and it's here to stay. And it can happen to anyone, anytime, anywhere. The best way to prevent from contracting COVID-19 is? Gwen? Avoid crowded places. Follow the SOP. Please don't touch your face. And always remember to sanitize your hands. Ini macam balik-balik sudah kita orang cakapkan. Yeah, yeah, this is important. <laughs> Kevin, what about you? The best way to prevent from contracting COVID-19 is maintain safe distance, especially from those who are coughing or sneezing, and seek medical attention if fever or loss of sense um, happens to you. All right, this is a serious one, and the last one, which I hope will will impact our listeners here. Kevin, you start first. I want people to know that this virus is everywhere and it does not discriminate anyone. Gwen, I want people to know. I want people to know that COVID is already in our community. And instead of expecting government to do something for us, we ourselves as well need to do something. When we are talking about avoid crowded places, follow the SOP, which is normally orang buat in public but people felt not just people lah diri sendiri pun actually we felt especially when we jumpa kawan mm-hmm. and family members SOP memang lari no face mask no distancing we duduk dekat-dekat so I want people to know you can get this COVID virus not just from strangers but also from your family members from your friends and also from your colleagues so it doesn't mean that you are family members you Okay lah, boleh duduk dekat-dekat, take photos, shoulder to shoulder. Hmm. What's next for the both of you? Kevin? Kalau boleh, kalau to my immediate families, I will always continue to macam, to remind them as a as a first hand punya COVID, as COVID survivor, and just telling them yang how important it is to adhere with the SOPs given by the government mm-hmm. and also to the friends and sometimes we'll 
post lah so that my the circle my friends in Facebook and Instagram especially to um, to let them know that this is a continuous continuous punya steps to combat this COVID-19 mm-hmm. Gwen what's next for you? I will still continue to create awareness about COVID biarlah sampai orang boring mau tengok story saya <laughs> yeah and also I will keep on reminding those who are close to me to you know like follow the SOP jaga diri apa semua keep on reminding them and what's next is to improve our health juga lah at the same time yeah Gwen Kevin, thank you for summoning so much courage to talk to us and sharing your journey with our listeners of KK2FFM about your COVID-19 experience. I think it's very important what you shared and I'm quite sure that our listeners have learned something new from the both of y'all's experience and I hope that you will continue to advocate and uh, I hope that you'll be given more chances to amplify your voices so that you can create more awareness out there. Yes. Good luck to the both of you. Thank you so much for coming here. Thank, Thank you, you for inviting yeah. us. Well, that's all the time that we have left here in our show, Make It Happen. Truly, I hope, sincerely hope, that you learned something new from the, uh, from the stories that Gwen and Kevin have mentioned. If you'd like to share a story, send a voice note or a message to me at 010-975-2075. Let's curb the spread of COVID-19 together. And most importantly, let's do our part to reduce the stigma, especially when it comes to our own Sabahans who have been through such a harrowing experience with COVID-19. Till the next one, endure, conquer and be the best that you can be. Bye-bye now. Broadcasting from Kota Kinabalu, this is KK12 FM 89.5.